I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump gave the final speech at the Cult Pack Convention or the CPAC Convention. It was probably the worst, the most awful speech I have ever seen. It was in front of a very, very, very small crowd here. Let me show you what the crowd looked like to see this. So when Donald Trump tries to brag and say, oh, it was a huge crowd, it was like barely anybody there. And even with that very small, that very tiny crowd there, that was still probably the biggest crowd of all the CPAC speakers. Very, very, very small attendance at CPAC. As we've always said, MAGA is a dying movement, and that was reflected over the past few days at CPAC. But let's go to the speech by Donald Trump. So he starts off by talking about how he's never heard of the word subpoena and grand jury, that those are new words to him. Play the clip. People said to me, are you sure you want to do it, sir? I said, oh, this will be so amazing. What the hell did you get me into? I didn't know the word subpoena. I didn't know the word grand jury, those words, grand jury. I didn't know that they want to lynch you for doing nothing wrong. I didn't know they want to lynch you for doing a great job. I didn't know they want to put you away because your poll numbers are better than anybody they've seen in years. Clearly, Donald Trump is absolutely terrified about the ongoing criminal investigations, and he himself feels that indictments are imminent. That was clear from that clip. Here's one of the messages that Donald Trump repeated throughout his speech. You know, one of the things he always talks about is, I'm a victim. They're coming after me. They're coming after you. There's all these secret conspiracies and cabals, and they're coming after you. You're the victim. So the message that Donald Trump kept on reiterating is, I'm your retribution. I am your vengeance. Here, play this clip. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen. Not going to let it happen. I will totally obliterate the deep state. I will fire. I mean, that rhetoric by Donald Trump right there is very alarming. It's very fascistic. That's how he sees he's going to differentiate himself from other MAGA Republicans. And look, it's a direct call right there to the insurrectionists who make up the MAGA Republican base, which is a large portion of who MAGA Republicans are. It's a large portion of the base. Here, Donald Trump talks about how he believes America is not even a socialist country anymore, that it's now a Marxist country. It's ridiculous. Here, play this clip. I used to say that we will never be a socialist country. I said it oftentimes. I said it once at the State of the Union address, and people didn't understand what I was saying. But I'd shout it out loud, and I was right, because that train has passed the station long ago of socialism. It never even came close to stopping, frankly. We're now in 
a Marxism state of mind, a communism state of mind, which is far worse. We're a nation in decline. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. They know that this room is so important, the people in this room. And you notice he's not even looking at the audience like he has to rely on the teleprompter with every single thing that he says. And here he is again. Uh, now he's talking about Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, Jeb Bush. He's talking about Republicans and he's calling them out and, and really just saying that, you know, Republicans of the past are horrific and horrible people. The party is now the MAGA Republican Party. Here, play the clip. When we started this journey, a journey like there has never been before, there's never been anything like this. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. In Donald Trump's own words, he's saying the Republican Party doesn't exist anymore and that he is what the Republican Party is. And it's the MAGA Republican Party. And here, Donald Trump in this next clip is saying, you know, he's uh, attacking the Republicans who said they wanted to take away Social Security. And he's saying, look, the Republicans said that they wanted to take away Social Security and Medicare. That's what they were trying to do. Here, play this clip. We're not going back to people that want to destroy our great Social Security system. Even some in our own party, I wonder who that might be, <laughs> that want to raise the minimum age of Social Security to 70, 75, or even 80 in some cases, and that are out to cut Medicare to a level that it will no longer be recognizable. And when that was their original thought, that's what they always come back to. Remember that. You have to remember that. You heard it here first. We are never going back to a party that wants to give unlimited money to fight foreign wars that are endless wars, that are stupid wars. So Donald Trump spent a lot of time in the speech attacking Republicans and wanting to make it clear that the Republican Party doesn't exist anymore, that it's the MAGA Republican Party, and that he's holding that entire political party hostage. So you're either going to nominate him or he's going to destroy and burn down what even remains of the party, right? That's the message that he is saying here. Here's another clip right now where Donald Trump basically attacks Ukraine and attacks NATO, and he calls Mitch McConnell a China-loving politician. Here, play this clip. When a wonderful town in Ohio has difficulty, we are going to take care of that town, that city, that village, prior to worrying about the rest of the world, we're taking care of the problems of the rest of the world, that they're not taking care of themselves. They have us put up the money. You know what I'm talking about. If you look at Ukraine, and we all feel so badly about it, but why isn't NATO putting up dollar for dollar with us? We put up $140 billion, and they put up just a tiny fraction of that. And, you know, we all want to see success, but it's far more important to them than it is to us because of that location. We are never going to be a country ruled by entrenched political dynasties in both parties, rotten special interests, China-loving politicians, of which there are many. 
You listening to this, Mitch McConnell? Are you listening? Here, Donald Trump wants to recast history and tries to claim, oh, everything was great before COVID. I mean, absolutely not. But here, just just play this clip for a second. He was impeached right before it. Play this clip. Just before COVID came in, they said, the country is coming together. Do you think this is real? And I said to myself, it is real. It's amazing. I was getting calls from radical left people, the nicest calls. It's amazing because we had the best employment numbers in history. When Donald Trump tells that story, even the Democrats like me, what are you talking about? That never existed. That never happened. Anyway, this is the next clip where Donald Trump talks about the perfect phone call he had where he extorted Zelensky. Play this clip. They then made up a fake phone call. They took a phone call that was perfect and they pretended that I said things that weren't even in there. They actually imitated. Remember Schiff? He stood up in Congress and he repeated the call like I was a gangster. In this clip, Donald Trump brags about going and attacking the Pulitzer Prize organization. That's how obsessed he is. And he knew it was a fake story. And when it was finally revealed, now the Times, the Washington Post, they all admit it was a fake story. We're trying to get the Pulitzer Prize taken away. They got Pulitzer Prizes. We're suing. You know what the prize says? For its concise and accurate reporting on the Russia, Russia, Russia event. And they have it actually totally wrong. Actually, Mark Levin should get a prize. And Greg Jarrett, Greg Jarrett should get a prize. And even it's not his deal, Sean Hannity should get a prize. And frankly, Jesse should get a a prize. Jesse should. And a lot of people And I'll tell you, you know who should get a prize? Tucker should get a prize. Donald Trump now says there was two perfect phone calls. And here's a more perfect phone call. Even more perfect than his phone call extorting Zelensky was his phone call extorting Brad Raffensperger, the Georgia Secretary of State. I was concerned they'd come to the conclusion. I think we have prosecutors now. They don't give a damn if you're guilty. They're looking at me in Atlanta on a perfect phone call. I said, even more perfect than my perfect call to Ukraine. That was a perfect call. This is even more perfect. By the way, where's Hunter? Where is Hunter? Remember? Where's Hunter? Here, Donald Trump calls Stormy Daniels uh, a horse face and says that uh, he never had an affair with her. Play this clip. To bring charges against me for now ancient, no affair story of Stormy Horseface Daniels. No attraction. <laughs> No affair, I call it no affair. Where there is no crime anyway. I I just want you to think about how humiliating and embarrassing it is that this person represents a major political party in the United States of America. When he uses this language, when he uses this this hateful and despicable language, it really is, it's humiliating. It's embarrassing. Speaking of humiliating and embarrassing, here he is getting the crowd at the cult pack, CPAC, to chant BS, BS, and they actually say it. Here, play the clip. We want to run against Trump. We'll do anything to run against Trump. Uh, they have the greatest line of bullshit of any group of people I've ever seen. Want to run against Trump? 
In this clip, Donald Trump says that uh, after the 2020 election, people were telling him that he would be back in office in six weeks. What's he talking about? Play the clip. He used to say four years. A lot of people said, well, sir, the election was so bad. You'll be in, in one year. A lot of people in this room, you'll be back in six weeks, sir. But it's a bad system in many ways. Very bad, very dangerous system. Here, Donald Trump talks about Russia blowing up NATO's headquarters. Play the clip. NATO wouldn't even exist if I didn't get them to pay up. But they paid up $449 billion or something. And that's the money they use. They're rich as hell right now. They spent an office building that cost $3 billion. It's like a skyscraper in Manhattan laid on its side. It's one of the longest buildings I've ever seen. And I said, you should have, instead of spending $3 billion, you should have spent $500 million building the greatest bunker you've ever seen. Because Russia didn't, wouldn't even need an airplane attack. One tank, one shot through that beautiful glass building and it's gone. Same architect I used in Chicago, great architects, but they didn't have war in mind. But when things happened, that building would be gone in about 15 minutes. They should have spent a $500 Million dollar bunker, nice thick ceiling, six inches, six feet of concrete. Here, Donald Trump talks about bragging about his relationship with Vladimir Putin. Play the clip. I got along very well with Putin, even though I'm the one that ended his pipeline. Remember, they said Trump is giving a lot to Russia. Really? Putin actually said to me, if you're my friend, I'd hate like hell to see you as my enemy. Here, Donald Trump talks about how if he is elected, he's going to use all of the government resources to carry out, quote, the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. Play the clip. Under my leadership, we will use all necessary state, local, federal, and military resources to carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. Other countries are emptying out their prisons, insane asylums, and mental institutions and sending all of their problems right into their dumping ground, the USA. Think of it. They're emptying out their prisons, and you've heard me say that, but they're also emptying out their mental institutions. And uh, to use a strong couple of words, insane asylum. Insane asylum, that's where, anybody see silence of the lamb? That's where they come from, insane <laughs> asylum. That's a stronger word than a mental institution. And this is just so incredibly weird. Here is Donald Trump claiming during his speech that Biden took away and hid the wall. That's why you can't see it now, because Biden's hiding it. What? Play the clip. The wall was sitting there waiting to be installed, the easiest part. And Biden, they took it away so that Texas and Arizona couldn't use it. Texas and Arizona said, could we use that wall, we'll finish it right up. And they said no, and they actually took it away and they hid it. They put it in a hiding area, which of course was revealed pretty quickly. All you have to do is send a couple of helicopters up. But they wouldn't let them use it. Under my leadership, we will seal it up and expand that wall so we have total control. Here's Donald Trump ranting about gas stoves and windmills. Play the clip. And we want electric stoves, but we also want gas stoves. It's April Fools. Why do they want that? They want windmills all over the place that ruin our fields, kill our birds, and are very unreliable and are the most expensive energy ever developed. 
We want oil, gasoline, natural gas, because it's cheaper, better, and much more powerful. It's April Fool's Day. One of Donald Trump's plans, I told you about another one on another video that I've done, um, where he talks about how he wants to have a competition to build 10 new freedom cities if he's elected. This is one of the other ideas that he's talking about. Again, it's all performative, ridiculous BS stuff that he's talking about, but he goes, We are going to support baby bonuses for a new baby boom. So all the lucky men out there, you will get baby bonuses for having babies. I guess this is a message to the MAGA Republican incels. Play the clip. Challenge the governors of all 50 states, all 50 states to join me in a great beautification campaign. We will rename our schools and boulevards, not after communists, but after great American patriots. We will get rid of bad and ugly buildings and return to the magnificent classical style of Western civilization. We will support baby boomers and we will support baby bonuses for a new baby boom. How does that sound? That sounds pretty I want a baby boom. Oh, you men are so lucky out there. You're so lucky. You are so lucky, men. And of course, here is Donald Trump bragging about uh, election disinformation and bragging that he's saying, I won, I won the second election. I won it by a lot. Just closing this out with more election disinformation, spreading the big lie and demonstrating what a clear and present threat he is to our democracy. Here, play this clip. The disinformation, people say they are great at disinformation. The one we want to run against is Trump. Do you ever hear that? Oh, we want to run against Trump. Even though I'm leading every one of these guys, and even though I won the second election, okay, I won it by a lot. You know, when they say, when they say Biden won, the smart, the smart people know that, didn't they? And there you have it, folks. Those were the lowlights of Donald Trump's speech at CPAC, which stands for Cult Pack. It's not conservative pack anymore at all. It is a MAGA Republican cult festival, beyond weird, beyond bizarre. I think those terms objectively describe what it is, whatever the heck that was that you just watched. And that is the person who is leading the MAGA Republican Party. That is still the leader of the Republican Party, is the MAGA Republican Party now, a major political party in the United States of America. That's the person who they want to lead the country, and we are going to call that out each and every day. That is despicable. That is absurd. That speech right there is the most anti-American speech I've ever seen. It reflects incompetence. It reflects fascism. It reflects a uh, uh, bizarre fealty to Vladimir Putin and our enemies, his constant attack of NATO, his a constant his constant attack on democracy is utterly despicable. The conspiracy theories, the weird stuff with the windmills and the stoves, and it's it's really, really, really horrific, folks. And we just got to call it out each and every day. That's what we'll do here on the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're marching to 1 million subscribers. It's free to subscribe to the Midas Touch Network, so please hit the subscribe button right now. Um, Also, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, 
wherever you get uh, your podcasts. Also check us out. Search the Midas Touch podcast. Just search it on your audio. It's free to subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. So make sure you're subscribed there if you're not already. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Thank you all so much for watching this video. And again, now subscribe to this YouTube channel. It's free to subscribe. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellis.